Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's program. Our guest is in Syracuse, New York. Caleb, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Appreciate being on. Yeah, thanks to our mutual friend, Cody Owen. He said you had an awesome story. I'm always looking for good stories. So he's like, you got to get Caleb on the program. So welcome aboard. Thank you. Thank you. Well, tell us a little bit about your story, man. Yeah, I mean, um, I started a couple years ago when I was like 14 years old. Just uh, kind of how most kids start. It was just kind of like a thing that I did because, you know, I felt like I needed to make some money. And uh, the first thing that came to mind, because a friend had done it and I knew a friend who had done it, I was like, all right, well, let's try out this lawn mowing thing. So obviously, I, you know, being the 14 year old uh, self, I was at the time, I take out this graph chart and I like write in all the neighborhoods in our area and each house on each block. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. There's like 30 houses on every block. I could probably get like, 15 or 20 on every street. And, you know, I could be making so much money and I just had no idea. And so I went and I just got some little business cards printed up, walked around the neighborhood, passed them out. And, uh, you know, some of them stuck them in people's mailbox, sometimes knocked on the door, that kind of thing. And, uh, I saw no fruit from that. Like nobody, nobody called me until like halfway through the season. Um, and I got like one or two people and uh, I thought I, I still thought I was all everything. I was a little bit confused why the uh, the business cards in the mailbox didn't work. But, uh, you know, I, I got started with that, did like two or three lawns, just had a push mower. And I wouldn't even, you know, do any of the trim. I wouldn't like clean up afterwards. I just mow it. I, I'd push my lawnmower down the road. So you, it, you were mow, mow and blow. You were just mow and go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I didn't know any better. I had I had no idea. I was just like, all right, well, it looks pretty good now. So 15 was a little bit uh, more of the same. I got a part-time job. So I was like maxing out hours there. I had like three or four lawns in the neighborhood that I would do a week um, for my business. And then I was like, I was kind of getting tired of the job. And I was like, there's got to be something different. There's got to be something more than this. So I went to the library and I picked up basically... I think I think I had found somewhere I'd been listening to some um, some other podcasts and like YouTube channels, uh, value tainment, Patrick, but David, and he had this uh, this list of books that he had read um, business books. So I just said, all right, well, I'll just read the list of business books that he's read. Obviously, he does OK for himself. So uh, I went to the library, ordered every book that I possibly could that was on his list and uh, started my work, working my way through the list. And I was like, I could really make this lawn care thing something big. And at the time, I didn't know about your podcast. I didn't know about Brian Fullerton. I didn't know about, you know, other people on YouTube. I didn't know people did that on YouTube. Um, so I just kind of winged it. 16, uh, I spent a couple thousand dollars, went out, bought a bunch of like electric equipment, got a, a trailer to pull behind my bicycle. And uh, I I did flyers this time, spent a couple hundred dollars in flyers. Oh, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. A trailer to pull behind your bicycle. Explain this. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So it's like, uh, 
it's kind of like a, um, like, you know how you'll see those dads driving around the, the neighborhood and they've got like their kid in the back. They got like this little trailer behind their bicycle with like the kid hanging out in the back. I've, I've never seen that, but I'm, I'm, I'm tracking with you. I keep going. Okay. So yeah, I get this trailer for the bicycle dad's suggestion. So dad, thank you for the suggestion. And, uh, I got like a more industrial one. So I'd stick my electric push mower in at kind of like a weird angle. And then I would stick all my batteries and, you know, the blowers and the trimmers and everything in there. And, uh, I biked around the neighborhood. We got it to like 40 clients or something like that. Um, and that was, that was 16. And then this past year, um, that we're just wrapping up the season four, I went all in all over again. Uh, I reinvested almost everything I had. Like I was almost down to zero in the bank account and I bought like a truck trailer, zero turns. I went all in and uh, we've grown into, I think at the end of the season, um, it's, it's hard. It's been, it's been a second since I've checked. It's just kind of a vanity metric now, but I think it was, it was over 120 clients, somewhere around 130, 140. Um, and that was how we finished out this past season. Wow. Now, are you a high school student in college or where are you about in the schooling world? Yeah. So I, um, I've graduated high school this spring. My mom gave me the option to graduate a year early. The original thought was that I would go into trades and then, uh, I kind of wanted to do the business thing, but they didn't really see me as taking it seriously until I went, spent everything in my bank account and had a truck and everything like that sitting in their backyard. And so they're like, okay, well, maybe you don't have to do the trade things. You're pretty busy with this. Um, but they still graduated me a year early. So I graduated in the spring and then, uh, going to spend, you know, senior year of, of high school, quote unquote, senior year of high school, what it would be, um, just building out the business and stuff. So the summer was your first time where you, you didn't have school distracting your time schedule. You could just go all in all summer and then into the fall on your business. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. That's fantastic. So what did you learn, uh, going full time? Yeah. So for me, I even, uh, I was a little bit of a nut. So what I did is I went out and I just hired enough people that like, I didn't even have to really work full time. So I went out, hired some guys from like church and, you know, I brought them on, trained them, all that stuff. And so they would go out for like two, three days a week. And then I would go out for like two, maybe three days a week. Um, so I have like a foreman who would run the, run the crew for two, three days a week. And then any other odd work, I'd jump in the truck with a buddy or two and we would go finish out the route. So biggest things I learned from that is uh, have a good process uh, for hiring people and do not deviate from that process under any condition. You know, you it's much better to have a, a good employee than, you know, at, it's better to have, let me say this, um, no employee than a bad employee. I guess that's the way that, that I would put it. So how at age 17, can you, can you get a good employee? <laughs> well, for me, it was kind of like a hit or miss. We had like literally a dozen guys come through the business. So I just had random people. And it just so happens that we weeded out the people who weren't a good fit um, and ended up getting people who were. Now I do have a process now. Um, you know, just make sure that they are the kind of people who are driven. We found that, you know, the kids who are really going after it, they really want to learn how to do stuff. They're like, Hey, can you, can you teach me how to drive the zero turn? Hey, and they go home and, and uh, their dad is a string trimmer and they, they learn how to edge at home watching YouTube videos and that, that kind of stuff. Um, the go getters are the, the people who you really want on your team. And because I'd gone to church with a lot of these guys or I'd hung out with them previously, um, we had a really good relationship. So our, you know, our team was really tight knit and we built uh, a good environment for them too. 
So what's next? What's the plan? And being in Syracuse, uh, New York, I'm assuming you guys got a couple months off. Yeah. Yep. That's correct. So this, this winter, um, I'm going like on a mission trip to Africa. Um, that's kind of my, I guess, vacation you could call it. And uh, I'll come be coming back in the spring. And by then I've, I've kind of set up a lot of systems in place for, you know, payroll, uh, marketing and advertising, everything, obviously you can schedule out online for like Facebook, Google, all that stuff. You can schedule it out. So I just kind of scheduled everything out to kick off without me in the spring. All the employees will just kind of run everything without me. I'll come back from my trip to Africa and uh, just do damage control, make sure everything looks good. And they'll pretty much run the, sh- the show, um, this, uh, this next year, but no winter is just, just hanging out, getting ready for next year and getting ready for my trip to Africa. How did you get connected to Cody Owen and, and his marketing services? Yeah. So what I did was I had seen, I'd found his podcast um, just on Apple podcast because I was looking for Facebook ads for lawn care stuff. And he's pretty much the only one out there talking about it. You know, obviously not a huge podcast, but uh, I listened to like every episode. And I was like, all right, well, uh, let me see if I can find a way to reach out to him. Just went to his website, emailed him and asked him if he wanted to be on the show. And, and he said, yes. That's fantastic. Yeah, he is a brilliant mind. I, I personally use him to run uh, Facebook ads, and he is very smart. You can easily blow money on Facebook and, and just you might as well just go to your toilet and put your money in the toilet and flush it down the toilet <laughs> if you don't yeah. know what you're doing. But he delivers me a massive ROI for what I pay him and Facebook and the amount of sales it generates. He he knows what he's doing. So he's he's great. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He used to work with the a guy. This was, you, you were probably in diapers back back when uh, <laughs> the lawn care millionaire was was on the YouTube. Uh, Jonathan Potashnik. But when I started my business, that's who I would binge watch on YouTube. This was like 2012, 2013, and Jonathan yeah. Potashnik. He is nicknamed the lawn care millionaire. He had these incredible videos that were just straight to the point, lawn care knowledge, and it helped me so much with my pricing and so much um, basics to the to the business. And Cody was like Jonathan's right hand man, so uh, Cody's yeah. he knows because he was a, he was rubbing shoulders with Jonathan. He knows the lawn care side of things, and then he obviously knows the marketing and things because um, Jonathan's built multiple business, multiple million, multi-million dollar businesses in different industries, um, the software industry. And then of course, um, I think his business is called city turf down in Texas. And from what I hear from other yeah. folks down in Dallas, yep. they say that, um, that's like a really big, good company. So the nailers yeah. into it okay. as well, but yep. So how do you, um, do you have a CRM or how do you manage these 120, 130, um, lawn care customers? How do you, how do you keep everything organized? Yeah. So just a, a couple of different ways, uh, for like the, the clients side of things, we just use jobber. So what I actually did was this was kind of pre, before I knew much about lawn care on YouTube, we were, it was like Thanksgiving or Christmas or something. And we were hanging out at a friend's house. And we were just fooling around the computer and I was thinking about my lawn care business for the next season. And I was like, um, I've been told by a family friend, he's like, you got to get some sort of software. And I was like, all right, well, you know, right now is as good as the time as ever on Thanksgiving at a friend's house to uh, look up lawn care software. So I found a Mike Andy's video and uh, he's like, yeah, jobber is a good one for like a quarter million to a million. And then the service autopilot for above that. And then you can get this below that. And I was like, okay, well, uh, you know, Jobber sounds like a, you know, sounds good to me. So I just went on the Jobber website, 
but like whichever um, service plan made the most sense for me, which is like kind of the middle tier. Um, and I was like, all right, this makes sense for me. I get like six months at a discounted rate. Cool. So I just uh, signed up for that. And that's kind of how I keep track of stuff. There you go. And for all, for all y'all listening and don't have Jobber, in today's show notes, you can get 20% off of uh, Jobber software. We didn't plan this, Caleb. Sounds sounds like <laughs> sounds like I teed you up. Actually, I was eating lunch. I and know. I, I texted Caleb. I said I'm running late. I was uh, I was at the car wash, and then um, I was eating lunch. So I literally, guys, we that w- that was not uh, it sounded like a perfect plug there for Jobber, but that's just yeah, honest, yeah, honest no. to God hey, I might, Go ahead. <laughs> I might use your code for next year. Just just renew with that. Yeah, tell them. Uh, Tell them to get you a discount with Paul, and just, they're they're flexible. If you just just mention the name Paul, listen to Green Street podcast, and, and he said he'd get me a deal. You know, sometimes people have <laughs> they just got to move that mouse a little bit, and they make a couple clicks, and they're like, wait a second, man, you know what? We got we got you, but just gotta you got to be bold sometimes, you know. <laughs> so some sometimes people have authority to get get discounts. So I don't know. Hopefully, guys don't have bank fees, but if you ever have like a bank fee, go in there and say, hey, let me talk to the manager. I don't know nothing we can do about it. And then you got, no, 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 blah, blah. And then they you get, <laughs> get you a, get you a refund or whatever, or a re- yeah. reversal. So anyway, tell Jobber you listen to Green Street Podcast with Paul Jameson. Hopefully um, they'll take good care of you. So you mentioned Mike Andes, Patrick Bet David, um, Brian Fullerton, and, 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 and others in the community. It sounds like you uh, take a lot of intentionality, Caleb, to get, um, knowledge. Tell us a little bit more about how you've been influenced by, you know, business thought leaders. Designed for landscaping professionals, the Z700 Series zero-turn mowers from Kubota are the best in class in performance, productivity, comfort, and durability. You'll love the commercial-grade engines, durable spindle assembly, and a low profile with 14-inch wheels. Hey guys, Paul here, and I want to tell you about an exciting event happening here in Atlanta called Synced Live. The dates for the event are February 6th through 7th, 2023. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. It's going to start on Monday afternoon at 3 p.m. and then be all day Tuesday. I'm going to be there. Really looking forward to this expo. It's going to have 70 plus innovative products and services. There's going to be a drink reception on that Monday night, February 6th. And then on Tuesday, February 7th, guys, at Synced Live, there's going to be demonstrations educational sessions, and plenty of industry inspiration. Now, you can get your all-access pass to Expo and all the education sessions for only $99. This is the only event shaping the future by connecting all aspects of the landscape industry into one event. And it's in my city, Atlanta, Georgia, right across the street from our baseball stadium where the Braves play. So we want the next generation of landscape owners and decision makers to be there. I'm going to be there. Hopefully, you will be as well. To register, all you got to do is click on the link in today's show notes. We hope to see you in Atlanta this February. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS Track It, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS Track It with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 
or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. Your mower blades are sharp, the whipper snipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? Let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description. Yeah, no, so it really started with whenever I was like, uh, I think I was 14 at the time. And, you know, our parents, they never, they're not like uh, the most wealthy people in the world. So we would work on our own projects at our house. So we like, we rebuilt part of our house and, you know, finished it, made it into some, an office and, and a bedroom. And so while we were working on that, that's when I started hearing stuff from uh, Patrick, but David Valuetainment. And I don't know, my dad's not really into business, but he figured that it'd be good for me to listen to it. And so I just listened to that and I kind of stumbled across that. Um, and I just listened to that, listened to that. And I was like, okay, I'll look into Patrick, but David a little bit more. And he was, you know, kind of in the background. And as I was starting my, um, my business, when I was biking around and stuff like that, I was like, all right, well, let's return to Patrick, but David and see what he has to say. And so I found that book list um, no, being really intentional. I, I mean, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just went and he said, read rich dad, poor dad. So I read it. He said, read, think or rich. So I read it. You know, I, I read, uh, what else did I read? Lean startup. I mean, there's, there's just tons of books. And so I was, I didn't really, I wasn't on the internet a whole lot. My parents weren't okay with me just surfing the internet, looking at random stuff. Um, so that was just the way that I knew how to get information was to go to the library, get books, sit there, read the entire book, you know, and I started taking notes and applying it to my business. And, um, to be completely honest with you, I didn't even know that lawn care, like business advice was a, was really a thing. And so I, um, was started thinking about starting like my own podcast talking about lawn care. Cause I was listening to a bunch of, you know, podcasts on the mower and stuff. And I was like, you know, I, it sounds crazy that I'd never just looked up lawn care podcasts on Apple podcasts, but, um, here we are. And, uh, I was like, all right, I want to start a podcast of my own. Let's see if there's uh, anyone else, you know, interviewing teenagers, uh, talking about lawn care and stuff like that. And I stumbled across Brian Fullerton and uh, he was doing like the, uh, entrepreneur. I, I can't remember. It was some sort of tour series teenage, thing where he was interviewing yeah, teenagers. Teenage, uh, yeah. And so I stumbled across that and I was like, this is a gold mine. And, uh, I love those. I listened to all of those. And I was like, all right, fuel and fire. And like immediately after those, I went started a podcast of my own, which is doing okay now. Um, and that's how I got plugged in. And I just started listening to all those episodes. And I was like, this is this is crazy. Like they're actually talking about stuff that I do. I didn't know people, other people dealt with stuff like this. And um, I started picking stuff up from that. Um, I'd watched like one or two Mike Gaty's videos way back when. And I actually had stumbled across some long care millionaire videos from from a really long time ago. And I would just watch those just like you yeah. said, like I would watch those and I'd watch Mike Andy's. Um, and then I found like your podcast was kind of mixed in the mix. There was like Mike Andy's Brian Fullerton and then Paul Jamison. Those were, those are the big three, um, in my mind at least. And so I listened to all that stuff and I just started applying it to stuff in my business and, uh, continue to apply that today. I think that, uh, 
knowledge and, and learning is, is the best investment you can make better than any mower or truck's going to get you. Well, it's so encouraging, Caleb, to get to meet a 17 year old and, and a teenager like you guys that are listening. Because when I was your age, man, I was playing, not that sports are wrong, but yeah, I was playing sports and me and my buddies, we'd play NCAA football, the video game all night long. And, and thankfully I was, <laughs> I wasn't out, you know, doing drugs or doing, you know, inappropriate, crazy things, but I was, I was squandering my life away. Literally Friday, Saturday night, we would either play NCAA football, which I was unstoppable at that game, or we would play Madden <laughs> and, and we would play till you Both know, our, great games. Yeah. Our curfew would, well, some of us had different times, 1130 or midnight or whatever. So what we would do is we, we'd be like, uh, we played till like nine 30 and then we would go home. So our parents, you know, they usually go to bed nine 30, 10. So we'd come home and be like, Hey, I'm home. You know, dad, go, and I'm, I go down to my little room and they, you know, then they go to bed. And then my other buddy, Mike Cupcho, he would come pick us all up at like 1130. Once our parents were asleep, I'd sneak out the window and then I, we, we would play video games till like four in the morning. And then, you know, before the sun come up, a uh, cup show would drive us all home. And, and then we would, you know, and our parents never figured it out until, um, I don't think they ever figured it out. Honestly, I, I ended up, uh, getting born again, became a Christian, and, uh, when I was 18 and I, you know, I cut out my, uh, disobedient ways anyway, but, um, it was, <laughs> it was funny, but well, we, we just play video games all the time. And I wasn't listening, you know, to, Jonathan Potashnik's and Mike Andy's and Brian Fullerton and Patrick Davids and all, all of the, the, the business knowledge that's out there today. I wasn't filling my, my mind with that stuff. I was just uh, squandering my life away. So when I get to see you teenagers building a business and it's so incredibly, incredibly encouraging to me because you're 17 years old. If you start taking $6,000 a year from the money that you make next spring and summer, and you put that into a Roth IRA, 6,000 bucks every year, you put that in a Roth IRA, by the time you're my age, you probably will be a multimillionaire. And it's just wild, the opportunity. And of course, your business will have grown. And whether you sell your business or you just build it, you know, that's good thing's going to be worth quite a bit. And your salary, I mean, you, you guys are going to be, when you're my age, you're going to be so much further along than I am. And so it's, it's so encouraging. I know I interview old farts like me and we, you know, we share all the dumb mistakes mm -hmm. we made and say, Hey, don't do this. Caleb Allman and myself and so many others. We, 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 we crashed and burned man in our twenties and made a bunch of dumb mistakes. But to see you guys who are building a good foundation, Caleb and, and learning, you know, listening to all these different um, podcasts and YouTube videos and trying to, to learn the ropes. I mean, I'm, I'm so excited. I just hope when y'all are, in your thirties and forties, you know, you, you remember me, man, when y'all are, you guys are all <laughs> super, super wealthy. It's so encouraging. Yeah. Well, great, man. Well, is there anything we're leaving out here that, that you want to share with my audience? Feel free to pl plug your podcast or anything else you want to share to, to all the other 17 year olds out there listening to thought, I thought I was the only one, man. I'm telling you they're, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah, no, I, I thought I was the only one too before I found that series from Brian Fullerton. Um, if you do want to check out my podcast, it's The Motivated, so M-O-W, Motivated Lawn Care Show. And you can just look it up wherever you get your podcast and, and we're there too. Um, but no, uh, final thing to the, the kids out there. I mean, there are going to be like really rough days. Like when you're doing this and you're like a younger person, you're like, this does not make sense because, you know, like when adults do it, you just kind of expect like adults to go through hard things. But like when you're a teenager and 
you know, your clients yelling at you about this and somebody ran that over and insurance guys calling you about that. And like all these different things as a teenager, it can sometimes get a little bit discouraging because all you see is, you know, your buddy over there who he's just, he's just happy with his beater and he goes and, and parties every weekend. And he seems like he's living the high life. Um, just like, keep, keep at it, keep doing it. You don't, you don't lose till you quit. You know, when you quit, when you throw in the towel, that's when you lose, you know, until then, you know, keep, keep chugging on, you keep chugging on because I, I don't know. I just see people who like, you don't see really successful, like 18 year olds because it takes 10 years to build a business, you know, to build it into something really, really substantial. So, you know, start now and just, uh, keep learning, keep reinvesting and, um, focus, focus on that. Uh, and then just, just play the long game with that. Yeah. And, and con- I keep going back to, to compound interest guys, cause I'm 37 years old now. And what I would do there, there's a 20 year gap between you and me. If, if I could go back and be 17 years old again, see when I was 17, everyone was talking in, in high school, Hey, where are you going to college? Where are you going to college? Right. And everyone wanted to go to the Ohio state university. Um, I'm from yeah. Ohio. So I, and I didn't get accepted. I applied to the Ohio State University and then and I got rejected. And then eventually they they approved me, but it was too late because I already, already committed to, to Ohio University, at Athens, Ohio, Joe Burrow. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's just that's just how we were conditioned. And that's just what the culture of of growing up in the 90s, like I did, of, of you go to college, you go to college, you go to college. And so we were just like had blindfolds on and just went to college because that's what you did. And and you show up at college, you still don't know what you're going to do. Hey, what's your major? What's your major? Everyone's asking, what's your major? What's your major? And I was like, oh, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm undecided. I'm figuring it out. And then it's like, next thing you know, you're in debt. And the cool thing about you 17, 18 year olds that are not going to college that are starting a lawn care business, if you do it right and you know your numbers, you can have a positive net worth when you're in your early twenties, whereas most folks are graduating college at 21, 22, and they got tens of thousands of dollars of debt. You can have 10, 20, $30,000 saved up. And, and that's how Warren Buffett became one of the richest men in the world is he, he was a plus 30,000 positive because of his paper route and saving money. By the time he was in his early twenties, he had 30 grand in his savings account that he eventually started investing and it's um, snowball avalanched into, uh, you know, several billions of dollars. Um, so I just, and I'm not against college. If you want to be an attorney or a, a medical field, or there's certain professions yeah. where you have to get college, but I'm getting some feedback, yeah. Caleb. So we better end it, but it's uh, I don't know where this feedback's coming from, but um, I, 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 oh, can I throw in one more thing? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yeah. So the the last thing that I think about a lot is, you know, I, I have a, a propensity to compare myself to other people. Um, and so when I look around and I say, okay, they're going to college, they're doing this stuff. Um, sometimes the way that I cope with like, you know, ah, oh, but if I feel like they're doing something more than me, um, I just think about how much money they're spending on their college and stuff like that, like tens of thousands of dollars on this. And I just think if I spent tens of thousands of dollars getting coached by, you know, people like Mr. Jameson, uh, Mr. Fullerton, Mike Andes, any of these people, if I paid them to sit, sit down and coach me through my business and teach me this stuff, I mean, the, the, the return on investment is going to be so much more for the same amount of money. Uh, not again, not knocking like doctors or lawyers or that kind of stuff. Please get a degree for that. Um, but like for menial things and for, for us as running a business, you know, that, that money, that 20, $30,000 a year that you'd spend on college, like 
I can't even imagine what it would look like if you reinvested in your business and, you know, into coaching programs and that kind of stuff. That's so good. Yeah. I personally pay my coach. I, I have a call with him tomorrow, $1,000 per hour. That's, that's what mm. his rate is. And it's worth every single penny. And, and when I was going to college, there was so much that they taught me that I don't even remember what they taught me. It was, it was irrelevant to <laughs> life and business, but with my coaching call tomorrow with, you know, my coach, we're going to look, you know, under the hood of my business and it's, it's going to give me an ROI. And so, yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent of, of getting the education that's ap- actually applicable to your business and then not to beat a dead horse, but get a positive net worth in those early days and, and invest your money. Um, because the, the, the tragedy of student loans is these guys that are in their twenties, um, that have student loans, you're, you're set behind, but this feedback's driving me nuts, Caleb. I don't know where it's coming from, but I, I, I take a great pride in the show sounding good. So I don't, I don't want that feedback to be bleeding people's ears. I'm not sure what's going on here, Okay, but, um, why well, I, I really appreciate your time, man. Um, and then I'm, I'm going to be a guest on your podcast. So the motivated podcast, looking forward to, to being a guest over there, man. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, thank you very much for your time. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate it. You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the price increase letter template. It's a plug and play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the price increase letter template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.